Hey, everybody. Join today for one of my favorite conversations of this show season. Join with Leslie Briley. We're talking Weber Grills. Weber Grills, synonymous with grills for over how long, Leslie? Oh, 50 some years. 50 some years. And um, yeah. from what I'm seeing here in this, uh, you know, in what we're going to talk about today, things are only getting cooler, better, more fun. Um, yep. The first thing I, I want to talk about really is what's new for 2021. And, um, you know, technology is uh, the hot button, smart stuff. And it's uh, everybody loves technology. Weber has always been on the forefront. Why don't you tell me a little bit about technology in 2021 for grilling? Well, it, like you said, uh, the technology is the thing that the consumers are looking for. So, you know, all the focus groups and, and polling they do for people, they ask them, you know, what are they looking for? Because, you know, most people are like, isn't a grill a grill a grill? And really, no. And that's what we're taking it up to the next level. So grilling technology just has the potential to win consumers with, you know, features that they're looking for. Of course, the number one feature somebody looks for, you know, or what they're looking for is price. Then they look for numbers, you know, the number of burners. How big is the grill? Will it fit? Um, and then the third thing that people are now asking for is grilling technology. And that may mean different things to different people, but the way um, what we have done, if anybody has used our iGrill product, we're kind of taking it up a notch to the next level by actually putting it on four new models. And it is, you know, kind of what we we're just calling like an upgraded smart tech package to the grill. So it will be built in. Um, there's really nothing you have to do other than plug the probes in and one into the food and one puts, it goes right into the cook box. It's already there. And then from there, the app is on your phone. So now it can be as much of an assistant as you need, um, all the way down to Alexa, when will my food be ready? Which just sounds ridiculous to me. It sounds like, wow, <laughs> that really can happen. But um, the technology is such that it understands the temperature inside your grill from the one probe. And then the other probe indicates back the temperature that's inside the food. So back 100 years ago when we started, you know, teaching everybody about the way to grill and how not to have raw chicken on the inside and burn on the outside, it was time and temperature. And much like your oven in your house, if you can control the time and temperature of your grill, you can get perfect outcome of food every time you cook. Now, that means different things to different people because if you're cooking in Florida versus you're cooking in, you know, um, on Lake Michigan, it's two totally different experiences that your grill is working under the outdoor conditions. So this takes all that into effect and then it tells you, okay, you've got 45 minutes until your chicken's done. It gives you a countdown. Uh, it'll tell you when to flip your steak so that you get those perfect sear marks that everybody's looking for. Um, so it it really is a it's a really cool little added feature that consumers are asking for something to make their experience in grilling just kind of easier, and so that they don't. Uh, have to really think about it necessarily. <laughs> the um, the app will tell you when to when to do everything. 
So it's, um, it'll store recipes for you. It'll bring up suggested cooks for you. So based on what you've cooked previously, um, you can use it as much as you want or as little as you want. So if you, you know, figure yourself as, you know, pretty accomplished griller and you know what you're doing, it, it's nice to even just have, you know, if you're cooking for a large group where you just can just kind of be like, oh, my phone's telling me the food's ready. You know, I had forgotten about that. <laughs> I was all talking to somebody. So it can this really make really, Yeah, I mean, this is some really super cool stuff. So like you mentioned, um, use it as much as you want. There's, I'm seeing some digital temperature readings um, versus the analog temperature readings that I've seen in the past that I personally have on my Weber grill. Um, so yep. this, this right here, I think that, um, for Weber dealers out there, you put this on the showroom floor, you have an educated sales person that knows the ins and outs of what these things can do. You're going to sell a lot of grills. Yeah. Um, it, it just gives I mean, you that added little thing. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you, you refer to it as an added little thing, um, for somebody who has, eaten um overcooked chicken for 30 <laughs> years um don't tell my my mother and my wife i've said that um okay. but um man oh man to to get the chicken and the steak at the right temperature super cool are these probes yeah. wireless or are they wired no they're wired to they're they're connected to the grill so the the mechanism is actually on the left hand side of the uh uh, you know, your, uh, your tray on the side. So your mm -hmm. table on the side has it right on the side. So that's where the digital readout is. Plus it's on the app on your phone. Um, under there is where the probe will connect in and then you'll put the one into the food and then the one into the one that's into the cook box is already there. So here's a little heads up to everybody. For some, from somebody who has used third-party probes in the past, do not touch those probes with your hand. Make sure you yeah. have a glove on when you take them out of your food. I have made that mistake once, and um, you know, I really hope I don't make it again. I can't put it, make any promises to that, unfortunately, because uh, it's. Just sort I of... know it. We all do it once. <laughs> I know, right? Everybody does <laughs> it right. I've been with Weber for over 25 years. You'd think I'd realize, oh, it's exactly. metal, it's hot, but nope. So, <laughs> so do it once. So if you learn one thing from this uh, from this podcast, when you get one of these uh, these great grills, um, use a glove to take the probe out, please. Very cool. And and wired means no batteries, no recharging of the probes. Correct. Right. Well, there's a there's a battery pack that's in the grill that that controls all of it. So these grills will actually have lighted knobs. Um, you know, so you can really impress your friends when you're out there grilling in the dark and it has a grill handle light. And so the battery pack has all of that that's inside the cabinet of the grill um, underneath. And then that battery pack works all of it. How long so does that battery pack are, last? Oh, dear. There's a good question. We're going <laughs> we to find been out. Told that. We're going to find that <laughs> I gotta out. I got to find that one um, out. Yeah, we'll definitely look into that, and I'm sure it's um, available online, you know, as well yep. as in the um, instruction yep. manual that comes with all yep. of these grills. Weber has amazing support, so never be scared to call Arid Sales or your Weber rep or Leslie uh, directly, and she can get all these answers for you. Let's move on Great. to um, the Traveler. Okay. Portability. Okay. People are 
people are moving around. This thing looks super cool. This is a, it looks like a grill because if you can't see it right now, um, this is something it's a, it folds up like a, uh, like a, like a suitcase that I just took to suitcase. the airport essentially. Yep. Um, tell yeah. me about the, take me through the traveler. Well, consumers are enjoying so much more time outside in recent days, and they really want to make it feel like home when they're grilling away from their house. So that's what um, had kind of uh, precipitated this, you know, this product coming out. And and now um, in this day and age, everybody wants, you know, the comforts of home, and now they want to be spending more and more time outside. So as People are looking to either go to the beach or camping or tailgating or whatever you're doing. Uh, this grill, uh, it, it kind of checks all the boxes. And whether there are competitors out there, there's a couple of Napoleon grills like this. There's a Coleman grill and that looks similar. What Weber did was look at the, the competition that's been out there, look at consumers and what they're saying, you know, they like about it, they don't like about it, and how can we come into the playing field here with something even better? And that's pretty much what we've done here by looking at what consumers want. It's coming in at a $299 price point, which is like kind of right there in the middle of the pack, um, which is wonderful, especially for having the Weber brand name on there. Um, it's actually one of the largest cook rates um, and dimensions overall of all of the other grills out there in this category. Um, and you're... Um, the way it folds up and down. That was the one pain point that consumers had with their other grills is that it was awkward. And this, the way the spring technology on it, it's literally one-handed. So you're actually, you're just kind of putting your foot on it and you just pull the, the body of the grill up and it just kind of snaps right into place. And there's like this big X where the wheels are at the bottom to hold the grill um, up at, at the right height. Um, to be able to cook on. So um, it, the wheels are nice and big. You can travel all over the place with it if you're taking it over a bumpy area or through a parking lot. Um, so it, it heats up real fast. And um, we've and always uses, kind of... It uses one of these um, smaller gas canisters that I'm, I'm seeing yep, here. Yep, the little disposable. Yep canisters and um, the people use when they're when they're you know going away they take you know a couple of them with them um, one of the neat things about this grill is much like all of the Weber grills you know way back people were always like oh our our grills have bigger more BTUs than yours it's like yeah but ours run more efficiently so yeah. we don't need more BTUs therefore you're going to get a longer use out of that canister which is extremely important to some they're cooking away from home. So now they have the ability to, to cook for using less gas, um, but yet still heating your grill up, you know, to searing temperatures. You can sear steaks. You know, it it really, you know, you can do pancakes on it. So in the morning, you get up and do pancakes. At night, you you know, you sear your steaks on it. So um, it really, uh, and the durability, you know, just that goes with the Weber name, you know, they're not going to put something out there that, that doesn't hold up to the quality of the rest of our products. So, um, so just kind um, of yeah, let, me, 
Yeah, I mean, let me jump in here as somebody who's staring at this product right now. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm at your website. I don't necessarily see some of these um, these smart technology girls on the site or the traveler on the site. We can expect them to be on there um, shortly, oh, I would imagine. Yeah, we should have talked about that. <laughs> the, um, the smart tech grills, uh, the, gen the three Genesis grills are going to be launched in December. And okay. the Spirit Tech Grill will be January, much like the Traveler. So the Traveler is not until a January launch. So, um, you know, we'll, well I'm super full. Fourth quarter. I'm getting, for, certainly I'm for getting next an early year. preview. I'm getting an early preview. Everybody who's listening yep. to this is getting an early preview of what is coming. And I think this, these things are going to be a huge success. Um, let's jump into pellet grilling, if we could. Yes, pellets. And Weber smoke fire. Uh, okay, so let's see. In a nutshell, Weber is relaunching their smoke fire grills. Um, pellet grilling is—it's you know breaking into the pellet grill industry has just been basically a pretty amazing journey for Weber and a big mm -hmm. learning experience. Um, pellet grilling is something unlike anything cooking on gas or charcoal it's a whole different whole different thing one would call it a, what a, a niche a what, niche industry yeah some, 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 some sort, been, right? yeah it's been out for a while and the industry trends are is that just it keeps escalating the beauty of pellet grilling is because it's plugged in it operates as close to your oven as any type of grill out there more than any other grill and so that the grill can basically and we go back to that time and temperature concept it can control the temperature inside the grill better than any other grill better than cooking on gas or charcoal or anything else so it really becomes almost like your oven only with that outdoor taste of the smoke so these are pellets wood pellets it's a wood fired grill but the, when you set the temperature, the grill then says, oh, I need more pellets. So it turns the auger on, which then drops the pellets into the grill. Or it says, whoa, we're hot enough. I want to keep it 225 or 222 because that's where you want to smoke for 20 hours. It can hold your grill at that temperature for that period of time. So the grill knows how to do not that. Deviate. Yes, it will the not deviate. This when I mean, you right. mentioned it, it plugs in. So this is electric. Yes. Yeah. Well, you have to plug it in. It doesn't okay. work on. A, I mean, because the the mechanisms are run by electric. Yes. So all how, pellet grills you plug in. And how long does it take it, to reach? Um, let's just say a temperature of four hundred and fifteen degrees. Oh, you can do that in no time whatsoever. I mean, you'll reach that in less than fifteen minutes. Okay. So once, so. yeah, it fires up fast. It starts dropping the pellets into the burn pot, as they call it, in the bottom. And when those, there's an auger or there's a um, glow plug that is red hot. And when the, the pellets hit it, they immediately start to catch on fire. And so that's how you're creating the temperature inside the grill. So Really what, uh, you know, what Weber is doing by, as I said, we're, you know, started out by saying we're relaunching the grill. 
there is, this is a complicated grill, unlike any of these other grills that are pretty basic. Uh, what we have found is how important, like when you said the grill knows how to do that, the firmware is what is so important in the grill. And we have had four to five different updates of the firmware that's running the mechanisms of the grill. So it's connected and, via Wi-Fi. Yep, yep. And then you have to, right, so anytime there's, so we've been updating it, and really what that's, you know, what we have done now is by relaunching it, it will have, you know, the new product will have all the latest software, the latest firmware already updated, so the consumers won't have to do that, and a handful of mechanical improvements. We've changed the hopper slide, and a, we now have a welded chute instead of the chute that was previously in there. So the consumer, the new smoke fire owners that purchase the new product will have all that. This is the product that as consumers have been contacting Weber customer care team, Weber has been shipping out to them or having associates go out to their homes to replace these parts on them. The, it can be as simple as a fuse, which, you know, nobody even thinks of a fuse, um, but it could be as simple as the fuse being blown. And that's why the grill's not working properly. Once, you know, there are a ton of grills out there where people actually love them, my brother included, and it's like it, the thing just runs perfectly. Um, so once you get all, everything all in a line, it's working great. And the new grills will work perfectly out of the box. I think what happened was, you know, these firmware updates that they just assumed would come naturally to consumers to go online and, and download mm -hmm. the latest updates. Mm -hmm. It wasn't happening, and then you know you're searing a steak, and then you tell the grill, "Oh, okay, I want I, now I want you to do a chicken," and you take the grill down to 300 or 350, and then the grill gets all confused. So that so, you know the, the consumer was having issues with the grill not understanding what you wanted it to do. So let me just make sure I understand. Connected to Wi-Fi firmware, constant firmware updates that are automatically applied throughout yes. its life, correct? Yep. Do, I'm assuming and the answer is And hopefully no. there won't be yep. too many more. Yeah, yeah, of you course. You know, we have the new updates, and this is making, the update, the current update is making the grill run fabulously. So for the past month, anybody that contacts Weber or just downloads the latest update, because your your grill actually will tell you you need to do it, but a so, lot of people say, nah, I don't need to do that. Did I also yeah, hear did I also hear that if if you if a fuse is blown, did I hear that the grill's gonna tell you what the problem is? No, the fuse blowing that's that is something that it it you need to know that. And yep. I think you know, we've learned an awful lot with pellet grilling that for a while there, you know, pellet grillers were people that really, you know, wanted to go to the next level of, of grilling. And now what has happened is that there's a lot of people in the market that just think that pellet grilling is very simple. And technically it is simple, but there are parts of it you need to understand. So mm -hmm. there is a learning curve to understanding your pellet grill. You have to know that there's a fuse in there. You have to know there's a glow plug in there. You have to know that, you know, this kind of workings, whereas with a gas or a charcoal grill, hey, I have propane and I have charcoal. 
So, so <laughs> it's pretty as I'm, simple I'm, as that. <laughs> I'm assuming that Weber creates how-to material. I think your your manuals are always there available oh, yeah. online, right? And your customer service is always available. So, you know, when you pick these when you pick these puppies up, you know, go through the manual. I always personally read every word of it so I understand things so I can, you know, fix my own issues, but mm -hmm. um you know, Weber is Weber, which means you guys have excellent yeah. customer service. And there's a reason why you guys are the number one in the industry for grilling. And that's why we carry you guys. And that's why we sell you yeah. to our customers. Um, let's jump to um, our last um, thing that we're going to talk about today, which is the Summit. Pronounce Komodo. that for me. Komodo. It's Komodo, even though if I would, well, I would say Komodo. Some people say Komodo. Some people say Komodo. It's potato, potato. <laughs> so it's Komodo. definitely, it's, but it is Komodo, right? I say That's, Komodo. Okay, you say Komodo, but some people, okay. Either way, however, some people however say you want to say Komodo. However you want to say. You'll hear people say Komodo Joe's instead of Komodo Joe's. They say Komodo Joe's. I don't know. Maybe that maybe that brand name is spelled with an O. I don't know. It depends where you're but from. This is like your this is like big green egg cooking. Big green egg is the they're the guys that started this, you know, forty years ago. Um they actually do it with a ceramic egg. What Weber, when we came out with these summit charcoal grills about five years ago, uh, it is a double walled um, insulated air insulated grill instead of a ceramic grill but the shape is still like an egg so that's kind of when you look up what is Kamado cooking I mean it's an old style kind of Mexican ceramic baking and that's kind of what you're doing with this grill it is so so the reason why we're we're changing some things up, I think, you know, overall it's it's let's call it the name that everybody understands. Um, when we've been calling it a Weber Summit Charcoal, people didn't understand that we use the brand Summit with our gas grills, and to you know say Summit Charcoal, they they didn't really understand what we were you know what we were going for there. So. Um, they're leaving the name Summit Kamado just because it's the top of the line um, of what we're producing. Um, we're dropping price points, so there'll be two more, um, a much more competitive price point. The $14.99 grill is going down to $9.99, which is a key retail price point, and then the $2,000 grill is dropping down to $16.99. So minor changes. Um, the biggest thing that we've changed is the the smaller unit or the nine. Well, the units are the same size. The cooking is, is the grill itself is the same. It's whether or not it's on a, a whole cart where you have a table next to it or you don't. And the one that is a freestanding unit used to have a, a gas igniter. So you had to put one of those little throwaway cylinders mm -hmm. on it. And that gas ignition is what drove the cost up. So we've taken that away. So now you would light this like you would light any other charcoal grill, either with a chimney starter or however you would, you know, you choose to light your charcoal. Um, and then the the unit at $16.99 will have the gas igniter and the cart and, you know, the table and the storage bins and all the little, you know, those things. But the actual $9.99 grill would would be basically just like your basic Kamado style grilling. Um, 
this also is, you know, much like, you know, when we talked about with pellet grilling, you know, the majority of people that are, are going to this kind of a grill, those, these are your true, these are your true foodies. These yep. are people who, you know, really, you know, let's not call them, you know, competitive barbecuers, but maybe in their minds they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're talking to kind of that type of a consumer that's looking for this this type of a product. Um, and, uh, you know, my brother this weekend over uh, Labor Day, he, uh, he did uh, 22 pounds of brisket. Um, it was a 20-hour smoke. Um, I'm sorry, 28 pounds, two 14-pound briskets on this grill and a 20-hour smoke. It was just like it just melted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just it, it was like just came right off. Like it, it, it just incredible. And as he said, you know, bam, this grill just it just does everything. It just yeah. does everything perfectly for you. Um, so, but you are, you know, you're at a different consumer level and, and certainly not all your retailers carry this grill, but, um, if you've got, um, you know, you guys have them in the warehouse and we'll have the new product in the warehouse soon. And, um, this is a November, we should have the new grills available, um, to ship for you. So, depending on the dealer and if he has somebody in the area that's, uh, you know, if you've got that clientele and or you want to show your customers that you're kind of like at the, you know, the epitome of grilling, this this grill says it all. So. Or or and this is what I would probably do if I was a Weber dealer. I'd park one of these things right up front and I'd smoke. I would smoke oh. some meat, and get it wafting all over the place, bring some customers in there, show them how serious yeah. you are about grilling because you yeah. will definitely, definitely get the grilling crowd into yeah. your store so you can smoke yeah. some stuff and the beauty of this grill you you could do it all day long without yeah. like having to really you know you you don't really have to monitor it you you know just open the damper or shut the damper ever so slightly and you can hold that grill at 200 degrees all day long and it'll just create that flavor or the smell in the air so these are really i mean these are show yeah. pieces um yeah when you see them, you know, I mean, this yeah. has been the worst, this has been the worst talk I've ever had because now I have to get three new grills, um, <laughs> which my, you know, my wife's, my wife's going to say, my, my, my wife's going to say why. And then she's going to listen to this and she's, Oh yeah. Okay. I get it. Um, I get it. We have to, we have, to have that for this, this for that. You, you look like my brother's back patio. <laughs> there you go. I found something interesting to to end this with the Kamado. Uh, the modern concept of a Kamado grill was first introduced in the U.S. after the Second World War. The name Kamado oh. is, in fact, the Japanese word for stove or cooking range. To make today, Kamado is a general term for ceramic grill, and they have many uses such as smoking, baking, roasting, grilling. Now, instead of ceramic, right, you guys are using air insulation. And um, right. you know, just a little uh, site that's from bbqguys.com. Um, cool. You know, don't like, don't like to take anybody's stuff without letting them know. So that's where that came from. Um, yeah. Leslie, well, thank, thank you, you so much for all of this information. Um, sure. You know, you guys have a lot of accessories and everything. This stuff, all of it launches in December. No, nope. no, everything's different. <laughs> I guess okay. so that we can roll it out. The Kamado is November. Yep. December, uh, the Tech Grills. 
And January is the portable traveler grill and the spirit tech grill. Got it. So Arid Open House coming up. Get your orders in and start pushing these grills on your social media to all your customers in store. Tell them what's coming because this is really, you know, I think that this year, this is a lot of new stuff. Um, I think you guys hit it right on the nail, right on the head with this smart grilling stuff. I mean, to be able to tell them when something's done, what the temperatures are, fantastic. So Leslie, yeah. thank you so much for your time. And um, thank you, Adam. To, uh, we look forward to all the uh, Weber purchases in the future. Great. Thanks. Talk to you later. Bye. Yes, bye.